Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast, presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it today. Use the promo code DNBR when you sign up. Big win for the Rams tonight in Colorado Springs. CSU takes down Air Force 69-53 at the Academy. Get a little bit of revenge for the overtime loss about a month ago. But the Rams needed this one. There's no doubt about it. Snaps a five-game losing streak overall. The Rams finally get a local rivalry win. Was starting to feel like the football team under Bobo after falling to Northern Colorado, CU, Wyoming, and Air Force in the first meeting. That's a joke, but it obviously had been a pretty rough stretch for CSU in those local matchups. I'm just happy for this group. They've been playing their ass off. It's been tough. But I honestly felt like CSU played good enough to win against Utah State, and they were just absurdly hot from deep that night. They're the best three-point shooting team in the country. That's what they do, but they took it to another level on top of that. Whether it's Wyoming or the first Air Force loss or San Diego State, this group has come so close so many times. And just unfortunately, they've been getting punched in the gut repeatedly in these tight matchups, not too dissimilar to the women's team. But to me, this win was a testament to this group's resiliency. They're shorthanded, only seven scholarship players. You're missing Jalen Lake and Tavy Jackson again. Started slow. It was a tight game for a while. I'm going to get into all of that here in, in just a couple of minutes. But real quick, before I break this game down, I did want to play some audio from the post-game session. It was actually after the Utah State game. But I asked Medved about this group's resiliency and how he seemed to be encouraged by the fight that they were showing, despite the fact that they were, you know, riding a five-game losing streak. And I just felt like his response was fitting, given the result tonight, after everything this group has been through. So I'm going to play that real quick, and then we are going to break this matchup down, get into all the takeaways. Before that audio of Medved, though, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Time to see what the prop bet will be boosted. As much as I like the Eagles and as much as I respect that team, I believe that they have, if not the best, one of the best offensive and defensive lines when you're talking about both. I think they definitely have the best duo in the entire NFL. 
I just can't go against Patrick Mahomes after what we saw in that AFC title game. I know there's still some questions about his health and Jalen Hurts' health as well. But I got to rock with Mahomes. I think he's too talented. He's been in the moment. He's ready for this. And if you're picking the Chiefs to win, Mahomes to win the Super Bowl MVP is obviously a great bet. Maybe you look at Kelsey. I definitely like some of his receiving props, like anytime touchdown scorer. Whatever you do, make sure that you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. No, just like, if, you know, obviously the results aren't there, but as you're kind of alluding to here, the fight is still coming and they're not laying down and just getting run out. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it is. I mean, I again, I thought after the UNLV game the other night, I just I sent something different from our group, just kind of a real downer. And of course, you're going to be down. They get the season, the game didn't go the way you wanted, but I, I thought our I thought our spirit was was better. And and we went through that stretch. We had three overtime games in a row. We lose, you know, on the buzzer at at, at Wyoming, and just it. I think it can become this way where you feel like, man, just nothing's going your way. But the second you start feeling sorry for yourself or whatever, man, it, it's going to spiral in a whole nother direction. We didn't do that here, here, here tonight. And the one thing I, I, this group is not going to give in. They're not, they're not going to do it. All right. I'm not going to do it. Nobody is. We are going to keep battling. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep fighting whoever is in there. That's what we're going to do because that's what, you're supposed to do. That's what you do in life. And I told them at some point they'll get rewarded for that. I don't know if it's going to be wins or losses. It might be 10 years from now. Do you know what I mean? When they realize something that they were able to do through this, they will. But that's what our charge is, and that's what we're going to do starting Tuesday at Air Force. All right. That was Nico Medved after Saturday's loss to Utah State. Like I said earlier, I felt like the Rams played well enough to win. I think In a lot of instances, they would have won had the Aggies not been so hot from deep. But Medved was proud of the way that his team had continued to fight and to respond. And he wasn't sure when exactly they were going to benefit from it, but he knew that if they stuck with it, they would at some point down the line. It happened to be this game against Air Force. And this is a really big win for the Rams. It takes them out of last place. Wyoming now in last place at 2-8 overall in the Mountain West. CSU tied for Air Force at ninth. Both squads now three and nine in conference play. Sure would love to have both losses to those teams back, but this is big because you really want to avoid that 10-11 matchup in the Mountain West tournament. Even if you win it, your reward is probably getting San Diego State or maybe Nevada, who took down New Mexico at the pit tonight. Buzzer beater shot. The Wolfpack have certainly exceeded my expectations coming in. They are 19-6 and overall, 9-3 and in the league. One game behind San Diego State, who's 9-2 and in conference. CSU currently tied for ninth with Air Force at 3-9 and in the league. Both teams two games behind UNLV, who is 4-7 overall in conference. Big that the Rams have a win over them. And Fresno State, who is 5-7 in conference. You know, you're not going to be a top-four team, but you could potentially play your way into that 6-7 seed range. And as far as making a run in the Mountain West Tournament, you just have a much better opportunity. Big game at home coming up in a week against Boise State. If you could steal a win there, that would be pretty big. Really for the Rams, though, the games that truly matter are the games that you're close in the standings. Fresno State, Wyoming, San Jose State. 
And even New Mexico, who's now only six and five in conference after such a hot start. Like I said, some of this will have to wait and see how it plays out and ultimately see what the the seedings end up being. San Diego State only a game ahead. They could lose a couple of fluky games, drop to the two or three seed, something like that. Generally speaking, though, you definitely want to avoid that 10-11 matchup. And really, if you can get out of 9-8 as well, I think aiming for that seven seed is, is kind of the goal at this point. And then from there, anything can happen. I mean, some of these bottom teams really could upset somebody at the top. The The league is very deep, to some extent, almost to a detriment. You really want to be competitive, but when you don't get the benefit of the doubt, the way that the major six, power six, whatever you want to call them, leagues do, the ACC, the big 12s of the world, you almost want it to be like last year, where you're really top-heavy, and they beat everybody else, and essentially everybody splits with each other, and there's not a ton of cannibalization. But with there being so much talent top to bottom, with the parity being what it is, there's probably going to be a couple of Mountain West teams that were talented enough, but ultimately are going to fall short and not make the NCAA tournament. I think it ends up being a two, maybe three bid league. But the talk of four or five teams, I just don't foresee that happening. I think too many of these teams in the top four, five, six range are going to end up falling either here over the last month or in Vegas, and it's going to cost them in a big way. But who knows, maybe that's to the benefit of a team like CSU who has underperformed so far this season, but under the right circumstances are certainly capable of making a run. When when John and Isaiah are playing the way they played tonight, they could beat anybody in the league. And I guess that's a good point to just start with this Air Force matchup. You know, you, the Rams as a whole, they started slow, had a shot clock violation on their first offensive possession didn't score for about two and a half minutes, and you're thinking, ah, oh, crap, here we go again. I couldn't help but think about the potential of a hangover game after being so potent offensively, after really making a lot of tough shots and still coming up short. I just worried that this team would maybe come out flat on the road against Air Force. But to the credit of this team, and I do want to talk about everybody because there were some really scrappy moments from everybody in the rotation at one point or another, the stars of the show, though, were obviously Isaiah Stevens and John Tanjay. Those two combined for 41 points. John led the Rams with 21 points. Isaiah had 20. And their intensity was pretty clear from the beginning. Isaiah started 6-6 six six from the floor. He scored CSU's first points of the night. Classic Isaiah. He had the ball at the top of the key, drives to the elbow, spots up, drills the mid-range jumper. He's got a couple of spots around the free throw line where if he has any space at all, it's it's going to be a bucket. It's like going against Chris Paul or something. But just all game long, both of these guys, Isaiah and John, they were in complete control. Air Force could not stay in front of them, and they knew it. Isaiah was too quick for them. His first step is so impressive. His handles, he's so silky smooth. Even if you can kind of keep up with him, he can you know create with a crossover, step back, whatever. He's just always going to be able to get a shot off. John, though, he's just really athletic, a really strong guy, and he can kind of put his head down and and drive and bully you in a way that nobody else on the roster can. Maybe Riv. Riv can do it a little bit. I think his physicality is somewhat understated. More on the defensive end is where he stands out to me in that regard. But he is a big, strong guy, and there have been a couple of instances where you've seen that explosiveness on a dunk or where he kind of puts his head down and forces his way. Maybe that's the quarterback background. You know, you're in the red zone going for that touchdown. But I thought that John's physicality on the offensive end was really big from the get-go. I feel like he just set the tone. 
The Rams need that. They need him to be one of their biggest contributors. He's not always been the most efficient shooter. He can get really hot. I mean, he can be incredibly hot and hit, you know, five, six in a row, can also miss nine, ten in a row. But the aspect of his game that I've always loved the most is just the bully ball aspect when he decides to put his head down and get to the hoop. And some of that was kind of limited last year with his injury situation. And I think maybe, you know, he he kind of settled for jump shots more frequently. But he's looked healthy, he's looked confident, and he's looked decisive. Whether it was getting to the hoop and, you know, either drawing contact or finishing with a layup or spotting up for a mid-range jump shot, Air Force could not stop him from getting where he wanted to on the floor. And to the credit of John and Isaiah and really everybody, they recognized that Air Force could not stay in front of them, that they weren't going to be able to keep them out of the paint. And instead of settling, they just kept going to the hole over and over and over. Excuse my language, but to quote the great Marshawn Lynch, motherfuckers don't like it when you run through their face over and over again. Basketball is no different. If you recognize 10, 15 minutes into the game that you just can't stop this team, that's deflating. And I just felt like despite being shorthanded, the the veterans on this Rams team did a great job of exposing this young Air Force team who's outplayed expectations so far this season. So that was great to see. It was just great to see these veterans have a great game. John especially. This was the best game of his career, in my opinion. And he's had big nights, gone for 30, hit game-winning shots, in Viejas, all of that. But John tonight looked like a guy that could do anything he wants on the floor. The jump shot was smooth and silky and confident. He was under control on the drive. And even a couple of times, there was one time he drove into traffic and he was able to recognize it and immediately just threw a pass out to the corner and ended up being a three for Palmer. Another time, he missed a layup that was rare for him in this one, and it ended up being a putback for Moores. That's the thing when you're just giving a team buckets repeatedly and they can't stop you. Naturally, it just starts to lead to more good opportunities for everybody else on the floor. You beat your guy down low, so somebody else kind of slides over a little bit to get help, and all of a sudden, it's a putback opportunity for Moores. I just really liked his effort and his decision-making in this one, and I said it before, but I'll say it again. If him and Isaiah play as well as they did in in this one, this Rams team is capable of going toe-to-toe with anyone, especially when the rest of the rotation is doing the dirty work and playing efficiently as well. So I'm going to talk about that here in just a sec. But when you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They have been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. Call Backus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. I also want to talk to you guys about the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Of course, I'm talking about game time. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, maybe behind home plate. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. 
You're not going to find a better deal this season on Nuggets tickets, Rams tickets, you name it, than you will with Game Time. It was created by the fans for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price. If you love DNVR, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Cool, cool, cool. Like I said, John and Isaiah clearly the stars of the show, but there were some key moments for everybody in this one. Patrick Cartier had a really timely offensive rebound with about six minutes left in the first half. CSU was down one. He dives for a loose ball, is able to tip it out with one hand to Joe Palmer, who cuts, makes a layup, draws the foul. They end up going to break, but he converts the and one after the break. Felt like that was a really big moment while the game was tight, as was Tanjay. It was tied at 23 with about three minutes left. Air Force has a really solid defensive possession. I'm sure they were kicking themselves after this. They actually end up tipping the ball, almost get it past midcourt, but John saves it and just decides to attack the hoop and ends up making kind of a circus layup as the shot clock expires. Felt like those hustle plays were kind of the difference and what allowed CSU to go into the break up six rather than, you know, tied or maybe up two. I believe Isaiah actually got a steal, which led to a transition layup for Baylor Hebb at the end of the first half as well. So again, everybody kind of contributing in little ways. Very Magic Johnson-esque of Isaiah on that bounce pass. Riv drove on a guy and finished in his face. Moore's had a turnaround layup where he kind of displayed some nice touch off the glass. The little things really added up, especially at the end of that half and then going into the second half. It just kind of carried over that energy, that attitude. John, right off the bat, gets an and one, just torches his defender on the baseline. And from there, you could just kind of feel like the Rams were a team that was playing like they refused to lose. Like they were saying, enough is enough. We're going to take this one. CSU shot 58% from the floor in the second half, held Air Force to 35%, 9 of 26 shooting. That was really big. Air Force did go 5 of 12 from deep, and four of them, I believe, were in the first eight minutes, and that kind of allowed the Falcons to somewhat hang around. But eventually the Rams just suffocated them. Riv had a steal at midcourt that ended up in a transition opportunity. Joe Palmer hit a transition three in the opponent's face that felt very NBA-esque in just the way that the sequence played out. One of those where you're running and you have like a three-on-one, and if you're the coach, you're probably thinking like, no, 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 get to the hoop, and then he drains it, and you're like, yes, yes, yes. But it was just one of those games where everything seemed to work out for the Rams, and I think a big part of that was they were playing with confidence, but they were playing with purpose. They were intentful on the drive and with their passing. When they did put a jump shot up, it was decisive. It didn't feel like they were second-guessing it, which I felt like did happen at times during those cold stretches of the losing streak, just like guys were overthinking a little bit too much, and then it just throws off the entire mechanics of the jump shot. As a team, the Rams only made five threes, but they only attempted 11. And again, it kind of just comes down to decision-making. They didn't need to. They were able to get whatever they wanted around the hoop, Cartier and Morris had seven points apiece. All of that came down low or at the free throw line. Rivera had six, two layups, and a couple of free throws. Everybody got in on it, and it was just really high-level execution. The effort was great. The effort was really solid on the glass as well. Six different players finished with at least three rebounds. Isaiah had two as well. James Moores led the group with seven boards in only 17 minutes on the floor. He continues to play with confidence, and that's great to see. 
Offensively, he was not afraid to put the ball on the floor to attack, which he never should against a team like Air Force, but it feels like he can kind of get in his own head a little bit at times. He's now had a really nice back-to-back game stretch. And that's huge because it just opens up the entire floor. We know how potent offensively Cartier is, and that opens up driving lanes for everybody else. It's the same deal with Moores as long as the defense respects him as a scoring threat. And James, you know, he's much more impactful on the glass and defensively. So it's just really great to see him finding his groove. I want to shout out Baylor Hebb. He made the start. He had five rebounds in 32 minutes on the floor, took a timely charge in the second half, made that transition layup off the steal late in the first half. He also had a play where he drove baseline really aggressively and looked like he was going to kind of try and go up into traffic and instead whipped a perfect pass out to the perimeter for an open jump shot. Don't remember who it was. I believe they cashed it. He does have an assist in the stat book, so I'm assuming so. This was just one of those games where you can kind of replicate it as a recipe for success when your best players are scoring at a high rate and are playing really efficiently. Let those guys cook. I mean, let the big dogs eat when they're feeling it. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the rotation is not important and impactful. I highlighted all kinds of plays from these guys that were huge, big rebounds, big steals, transition layups, just generally outworking your opponent and taking advantage of the opportunities when they come. No, you're not going to get 14, 15 shots the way that Isaiah and John are, but make the most of the ones you do get. Baylor have one of two from the floor, Cartier three of four from the floor, Riv two of five from the floor, Moores three of six, Palmer two of six, combined they're 10 of 21. That's awesome. The assist numbers were a little bit lower than usual, but a lot of that had to do with the fact that Isaiah and John on a lot of their buckets were creating their own shot. But when it wasn't there, they also showed that they were willing to dish it out. Isaiah still had four assists. This was just a really solid team effort altogether. And I can't help but feel happy for this group after everything that they've been through. They got to find a way to come up with some wins here. Like I already mentioned, Wyoming, Fresno State, San Jose State, you got to win those games. But the potential to set yourself up as a deceptively sneaky mid-seed in the Mountain West tournament is there. And we've seen that happen before. Wyoming made a run a couple of years back. But even outside of the big picture, it just feels good to win one. Quoting Kevin Malone in the office, just feels nice to win one. But after playing this one on shorter rest Saturday night, now playing again Tuesday, the Rams get eight days until they have to take on Boise State at Moby next Wednesday would be awesome if the Rams could get Tavy and Jalen back, but I don't want to speculate on either situation. Tavy out with COVID, Jalen out with a concussion, suffered against UNLV. But we're going to enjoy this win for a couple of days because Ram fans, you deserve it. That's all I've got for y'all tonight. I'll have more content tomorrow. Probably going to write a second piece. I already wrote a takeaways piece on this win over Air Force, but I think I'm going to do a follow-up as well. Shout out to all of you for supporting the content. Much love. Peace. Scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly Then drink it like juice The water's the truth So I sip on that too Skinny looking kid With no car keys Like the only thing I drive Is RCRV He's got the stash Like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly